Creating your four-year plan for high school is an exciting task for students, but at times it can feel really overwhelming when you're not sure what you want to do how to, or how to create that plan. Today, we're going to walk through four easy steps to help you create your four-year plan and look at what you need to take with your courses. there, I'm Courtney and I'm the founder of Confused to College Ready. With over 15 years experience as a mental health therapist turned school counselor, I am bringing my experience and expertise to help you navigate the college search experience. My goal is to serve students and their families and unlock the secrets to college searching. Stay tuned. Knowing what is coming up in high school doesn't have to feel so overwhelming. You actually can learn what you need to do to make those plans while having flexibility you need and help you feel confident in your next steps. So we have actually previously talked about college visits, what to ask, how to make the most of your time. The last couple of episodes discussed extracurricular activities, a timeline for each year of high school. And today we are going to talk about looking at courses that you might take. A lot of times as students picture themselves walking across that stage at graduation, there is so much celebration as there should be. It is a huge accomplishment, but there are a lot of requirements that have to be met. One, to be able to walk across that stage, to be able to get the diploma and have it in your hands, but also being able to make sure that you know what's needed for whatever those steps are after you graduate from high school, whether that be going into the workforce, whether that be looking at a technical or community college, or whether that be looking into um, looking into the workforce or going into directly into a four-year college. And so making sure that you've taken the right classes is really important. So let's talk about those four steps. And I actually have a couple of bonuses in there for you. So number one is you need to look at your graduation requirements. In order to earn that diploma, you have to make sure that you have your graduation requirements so that you are able to earn it and that your state or whoever that authorizing body is for the diploma is able to say yes that you have earned it. The um, So whether that be making sure that you have had enough English, math, science, and social studies classes for students that have started taking classes earlier than high school, that maybe you took a course in seventh or eighth grade, you've got to be able to make sure that you have um, do you need to only take those four courses of English for graduation? And this is just an example. Um, and having taken that in eighth grade, does that mean that you don't have to take an English course in your senior year? Um, or is that something where they're going to say that, yes, you still do need to take it? And that is something that's important to be aware of. The other thing is looking at what electives do you have to have? Do you need to have PE? Do you need to have a computer course? Do you need to have any kind of world languages? What are the things that you have to have, those minimum requirements, to make sure that you are not missing anything and that you can earn that diploma? So the next step, so number one is look at your graduation requirements. Number two is know your four-year college requirements. What are the things that you absolutely must have so that you are meeting the minimum requirements for your college 
um, for their admissions process. Now, that might be that you need to have a certain number of world languages. Maybe you only need one world language credit in order to graduate, but colleges are gonna say that they wanna see two to three credits of the same language. That's an important thing to know because you don't want to end up applying to a school and you're in your senior year and you get a letter from the college and then they're saying that you don't have everything that you need. So being aware of that is important. It might be that you need a fine art class. Um, in South Carolina, you don't have to have, which is where I live, you don't have to have a fine art course in order to meet the graduation requirements, but those four-year colleges do want to see some type of a fine art course. That might be dance, that might be chorus, that might be theater, it could be band, guitar. There are multiple options, and again, I am speaking specifically about South Carolina with this particular uh, example, but you have a lot of um, you have a lot of options and it just is making sure that you have that requirement. Another one that is common with four-year colleges are the number of lab sciences that students have to take. So you want to make sure that the courses that you're taking are going to count for that science. So if you take physical science, for example, that might not count as a lab science for your four-year college. Those colleges might say that they want to see you taking biology and then several lab science courses after biology. So it might be chemistry, it might be earth science, um, physics, environmental science, forensic science, marine biology. There can be a whole number of possibilities and you need to see what those colleges are looking for so that you can make sure you've planned appropriately. So number one, our first step is we're going to make sure that we look at our graduation requirements. Number two is we want to know what our four-year college requirements are, if that's the route that you're going. Number three is considering the level of rigor of your courses. So there are different levels of rigor or difficulty with classes. You might have your base level as college prep. Then there are honors level classes. There might be AP level courses. You might have um, some schools have IB classes. There also is dual credit or dual enrollment where you're taking classes at a college that either do or do not count for college credit. So dual credit is something where it counts for both high school credit and college credit at the same time. Dual enrollment is where you still are a high school student you are taking college level classes at that college, but they're not gonna count on your high school transcript. So knowing the rigor and what the expectations of those colleges are can be incredibly helpful, but also making sure, you know, we want students to challenge themselves, but we don't want it to, there has to be a healthy balance. And so you don't wanna end up taking classes that are too strenuous or rigorous, and it ends up causing extra stress, or it's something that you're not able to balance. Um, you wanna be able to have that, and that's something that I talk with the families that I work with about, so that you can know kind of what is, um, what is an appropriate level or um, the rigor of the courses that you are taking. Um, so that's important. And then the fourth one, so let's go back over them. Look at your graduation requirements, know your four-year college requirements, consider the level of rigor of your core courses. And then number four is looking at those electives that you are most interested in. This is something that can change. So a lot of times students come to me in their first year of um, in their first year of high school and they say, I am absolutely 100% positive this is what I want to do. 
And then other times they will turn around and by their sophomore, junior, senior year, they say, oh my gosh, I don't know what I was thinking. That is the last piece that I want to look at and the last position or career that I want to look at. Here's what I've decided I'm interested in now. And sometimes those electives that you're taking in high school is exactly what can help you with figuring out what you want to do. Um, you might get into a certain elective and say, oh, I love this. This is great. I thought I was going to hate it. And this is kind of the route that I want to take. Other students get into a course and they are sure that that's what they want to do. And they get into the class and realize that it is not something that is a good fit for them. And so being able to take different electives and knowing what you are interested in exploring can be a huge part of that. So let's go through these again. So number one is look at your graduation requirements. Number two is knowing what your four-year college requirements are. Number three is considering the level of rigor of your core courses. And then number four is looking at those electives that you are most interested in. So this four-year plan is something that is flexible. It's something that can change. It is something where you don't have to have a set plan and stick to it. As you are growing and learning about yourself, you are able to make some changes to that. Then you will be able to have um, th that, that plan and being able to look at what you are most interested in. So part of it is finding a really easy way to track it. And I have seen some beautiful plans that students have brought in where they have a notebook and that's kind of where they doodle and they have all of their ideas about what they want to do or their to-do list and they have a beautiful plan but when they change their mind about something they feel like they have to go back and they have to redo everything and creating a spreadsheet or having a google a google sheet where you are able to kind of track those four years so that can also be incredibly helpful so that you can go in you can make changes you can make adjustments one other thing is with knowing that plan can change, you are going to have your course request that you present to your school. And there is not always a guarantee that you're actually going to get those courses. So that's something to be aware of and to be able to understand um, that it is something that if for some reason one of those classes is full or you are not able to get into that course, that can change what that four-year plan looks like. And so that's something to be able to just kind of go with the flow and know that whatever courses you are saying that you are interested in and you're talking to your counselor about it, if there are alternate electives that you are putting on the list, make sure that you're okay with those just so that you don't end up having a, um, so that you don't end up having anyone, um, something that a class that you are taking that you decide that, oh my gosh, this is not what I wanted. I didn't want anything to do with it, but be intentional about the choices that you make. So be ready to be flexible, make sure that you are tracking things. The students that work with me, I actually also have, they have access to different ways of tracking that four-year plan for their courses of what is it that they wanna take. And so with that, there are not only, there's not only a four-year plan for courses, but we also have a four-year plan of extra uh, monitoring extracurricular involvement, looking at testing, and that's something that we'll be talking about within the next couple of weeks as well. But there are a lot of different things that we just wanna make sure that this, um, that this journey is as easy as possible for you. So I hope that today has been helpful. Let's do a quick recap of those again. So number one is looking at your graduation requirements. Number two is knowing your four-year college requirements. 
Number three is consider the level of rigor of your courses. And number four is looking at the electives that you are most interested in and use that to create that flexible plan where it's easy to go in and change things and you are keeping track of what you are most interested in. All right, so again, I hope this has been helpful. Thank you all so much for just continuing to um, listen every week. I appreciate the support. I would love to hear from you. Please, if this has been helpful, share the podcast with others. That's a great way for it to reach more people. You also can leave a review if that is something that has, um, if it has been helpful for you. And you can reach me at admin at confusedtoready.com if you have any questions. Take care. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Please subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Confused to Ready and download our free guide on how to start or expand your college search at confusedtoready.com forward slash how to start.